Montana, New York, your host here at Cambridge House, and I'm joined today by the one and only Andrew O'Donnell of The Market Mindset. Andrew, thank you for being here. Hi, Montana. It's great to meet you. It's a real pleasure to be on and uh, looking forward to having a chat with you. Thank you so much. Walk me through The Market Mindset. What is it and why is it relevant in today's market? Well, you know, I was actually did a presentation at VREC a couple of years ago talking about uh, the Great Depression and Roaring Twenties all rolled into one. And that's kind of been the theme that we've gone on right from the start and and still right now sticking with that theme. And it was kind of looking at passive investing and then how do people get into investing and realize most people, something like 88% of people weren't actually actively investing themselves. They were putting it into a fund of some kind. And then we started noticing a lot of this great reset type of conversation at the World Economic Forum. And at that point, this was a lot of conspiracy theorist type of stuff. And uh, I knew that uh, most of these passive funds were either Vanguard, State Street, or BlackRock Capital. And that's about $27 trillion right there. And uh, BlackRock is a key member, Larry Fink, a key member of the World Economic Forum. So I realized whatever they were putting out there promotional-wise probably should take serious. And that's where it was a strong interest then in all of these battery energy metals that were going to make a cleaner, greener future, uh, that if you're legitimately going to switch from one type of energy to another, that's where we're going to require a lot of copper, uh, a lot of lithium, you name it. So all, that kind of was the backbone of everything is going to have to come from the ground. It's going to take a major reshifting of how people uh, view energy. Uh, how we get energy, how we store it. And that's a fundamental like civilization game changer, just that energy change alone. But in that, there was also lots of other very unique stories that popped out. They, they're more challenging because people don't know about them, but you kind of uncover them. So, you know, things like helium, you know, I, I got into helium because people, you know, you think, oh, like party balloons, people are well, not going to have party balloons anymore. Uh, and that's not the case is that there was a whole macro environment shifting in helium and you require helium. It's a critical gas, especially for any data storage. So it cools. It's a coolant. So it's used in nuclear reactors, uh, the MRA machines, not mRNA. <laughs> that's something totally different. But they're, they're required for all this coolant, like high tech coolant. And I think we can all see, you know, when we're talking about graphic cards, how how hot they get. They're getting smaller, stronger, but they get hot. And of course, with any kind of crypto, they've got these whole, you know, fields of computers with video cards in them that have to be cooled. So I liked that narrative of we've got something very unique people aren't paying attention to. And of course, you know, for me, uh, I'm kind of well known for, you know, my favorite being Desert Mountain Energy. I talk about it all the time. I've been in the company for at like 30 cents. And uh, I still am. And that's the thing that we look for is we look for companies that are going to be businesses. So I'm not a trader. Our market mindset is, has nothing to do with trading. It's uh, a longer term buy and hold strategy. And it's looking for the right management teams in these sectors that are unique, totally forgotten about, that no one cares about, but yet fit this theme that you hear from majors like Goldman Sachs, JP Morgan, World Economic Forum, uh, and then identifying ones that have that kind of that fit. They have the management. They've got the project. They've got everything. And like today in Canada with the resource sector, there are lots of lifestyle companies. I do talk about them, <laughs> but there are a ton of incredible management teams. There's so many excellent teams out there with excellent projects that people just don't know about. Great. And then we touched on copper, lithium, helium. Uh, what else is catching your eye in the market right now? Well, you know, I, I mean, there's one before I jump into copper, because I love copper, I could talk all day <laughs> about it. I was it's it's amazing is 
Verde, which is a Brazilian fertilizer story. So this is once again, a very unique situation. And it's very topical because 50% of all potash, and this is a potash company fertilizer, comes from Russia and Belarus. So we can see lots of political turmoil there, along with the energy turmoil uh, that's going on there, that we like fertilizer. Uh, and we've talked to a company here in Canada called Arion Phosphate. We like them for two reasons. A, it's a fertilizer it's, and it's high, high grade, but their phosphate can also be used in these uh, lithium iron, not the ion, but lithium iron batteries. So we, once again, a very unique play, a Canadian story, and uh, that's a phosphate, whereas the Verde story is a potash. And uh, that is a standalone company. It's had an incredible year, and we're very excited about what they're doing right now and the year ahead. So that's fertilizer. And people kind of go, oh, God, like, <laughs> like for, that's not exciting. But it's part of the theme of we think that we've solved all of these problems, mm -hmm. and we haven't. This whole shift of everything is going back to reanalyze and go, the system was broke. You know, COVID didn't break anything. It highlighted the inefficiencies. And we have to go back and look at who's doing things correctly and in the right way. And Verde is certainly one that uh, I feel very strongly about. And that's fertilizer. I mean, that's not exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Verde, Arion, do you mind letting us take another little peek into your portfolio? Who else do we have on deck? Absolutely. So if we're talking about energy, and it's one I've liked for a while too, uh, there's a gas company, it's Columbia Focus, it's called NG Energy. Uh, good news out today. Uh, they've been hitting milestones, but they've been off track a little bit simply because of COVID and Colum it's Columbia gas plate. There is some political turmoil in Colombia. Um, patience is key with this one, but they have done it before. The management team is exceptional. I'm a big fan of that uh, natural gas as well. We're looking at another oil and gas type of play out of Calgary as well that we're considering because I think they're going to have a banner year this year. It's unexpected consequences, I call it. You know, like last year, coal was the big winner and we're supposed to be getting off coal yet somehow. You know, China and uh, India, that's their main, they ramped it up, including Germany, ramped up coal production uh, to meet demand for energy because they didn't have a solution. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's that's another one we like. And then I'll just, I'll stop with, with uh, copper because, like I said, I love copper. We need to have, the supply demand curve is not making any sense. By 2025, there's going to be some real issues. So we talk a lot about copper. And, uh, you know, real standout is Copper Bank. That one, I think, for the risk portfolio intolerance, that we have a, a big, strong interest in. And the other one that we're paying a lot of attention to is Allied Copper, which is a newer one. We think that because it's new, it's got a clean structure. They've got a real interesting team and a couple of good projects already on the go that there could be news there. So we're, we're keeping an eye on them. And I'll give one more away because I, I love them <laughs> as well. Why not? But it ties it all together. It's graphite. It's interesting. It's different. And, uh, you know, Gratomic. So Gratomic. Uh, is one that uh, from Namibia that we really like. Uh, I've got a strong relationship with them. I don't work with them in any capacity, but I just love what they're up to. And they're uh, high, high grade graphite that fits that whole narrative for battery energy metals. So it's all these component pieces that are going to the major themes. And for me, I don't want to own Tesla. I, I, I mean, I, I think Elon Musk is a genius. He's great. But that's not my side of investing. My investing is I like those component pieces because they're out of favor, no one's paying attention, and where are you getting them from? And often the answer is, we're getting them from China, and we need to be creating a production or supply uh, chain of custody of our own outside of that network. So I think we're going to see with, one, uh, with Biden's initiative, a lot more interest in infrastructure and 
you know, greater need for all of these metals and uh, minerals from mining. Great. And um, I know you said you were keeping an eye on some companies. Are you currently deploying any capital as well? Yeah, so we deployed quite a bit uh, last year with some IPOs that are coming out. We've got some interest in some lithium companies that uh, are hopefully coming out soon. I can't say <laughs> right now, but of course, yeah, a copper company as well. Uh, I I invest heavily. So, I mean, these companies I've mentioned, I mean, I've bought, I'm a big shareholder of DME, Desert Mountain, uh, same with GasX, NG Energy. I own I own Gratomic. Uh, so mostly if, if I'm talking about them and we put it out in the newsletter, and we're, you know, I'm, I own it and I'm pretty excited about it. But once again, my time frame is very different than many others. Like if someone's trading, they can have a lot of excitement or a lot of disappointment, but there's always something to talk to someone about. I'm telling the exact opposite of, hey, let's smooth out that a little bit more and just look at this for a year or two, three years down the road, because we're looking for major movements. And we believe that we've found the right teams, the management and the project. I mean, mining projects are long. Uh, so it's a lot more patience that can be painful in chaotic markets to be patient. So we have to talk about a lot of other things and, and provide a lot of education on the market to keep people interested and also set your, your kind of portfolio, put it there. Don't tinker too much. But if you believe that that strategy, that this thesis is correct and that we're going through this big change, then we think we've identified some very strong uh, companies that going forward over the couple of years can make significant differences, even for just like the mom pa investor. And that's who we're trying to reach is someone who's smaller, who's just putting some money away because they can afford to buy, you know, penny stocks. They can buy, you throw 80 cents per, per share at something rather than $900 a share for a Tesla or whatever it happens to be at today. Right. Thank you so much. And I know we did touch on the market mindset when we first started off, but I'd love to redirect my listeners back there and let them know where they can find more information like this. So yeah, the website is themarketmindset.ca. And of course, we do a ton of video. I think most of it is on YouTube as well. So I'm a big talker. So <laughs> check out our videos. We do like three different shows a week. And one of them actually is uh, with Red Cloud Media that they kind of funnel some companies to us. So I'm constantly getting talked to CEOs and presidents all the time and pick their brains as a different project. So it's really unique that I get to sit in that situation where I get to hear right from CEOs and presidents what they're doing in, in copper, in gold and silver, in lithium. And uh, that is, is pretty unique and, and pretty exciting uh, to be able to have that network and database to kind of rely on. Uh, so check out the videos. If you like us, subscribe. Um, and that's where we really start to engage is on that subscription side where we really want people to reach out and ask, well, what are you actually buying? Because I talked to a million companies, but I may not be buying them all. And that's the distinction is, okay, we know you're excited about the overall theme of mining, but if you want to know exactly what we're buying, other than the ones I've just told you, <laughs> uh, then, or, or if you want to know why, uh, I mean, because right. each company, we could go and talk for half an hour about why I like them. And uh, so reach out to me and I'm more than happy to have that conversation as to why I like them. And if you totally disagree, please send me an email as well. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Thank you so much, Andrew. Thanks so much, Montana. It was a real pleasure. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please follow this podcast wherever you're listening to be notified every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday of new episodes. Also, feel free to leave a rating and a review if you're enjoying the show. Keep up with me and Cambridge House between episodes at the Montana York on Twitter and cambridgehouse.com. See you next time.